0: certainly is getting better for the Warriors tonight with a one nothing lead at the end of one. I'm Mike Mackin with John Leahy. This first intermission is brought to you, as always, by Fuddruckers, the official partner and official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure that you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or a delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game. Located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. They also have locations in Redding and Salem, New Hampshire. A one nothing lead for Merrimack after one on a shorthanded goal from Michael Babcock. Uh, set up by Brett Sini on the two- one. That goal came at the 19-21 mark just before a UMass Lowell power play expired. The Warriors out shooting Lowell in that first period by a count of 7-6. to six. And joining us here in this first intermission, it's Chris Aliano. He's the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications for Merrimack. And uh, well, Chris, off of the game last night it seemed like, first of all, once that Merrimack tied that game, Jason, he goal late in the third period. From that point on the Warriors have certainly played pretty well in coming out here in this first period. It felt like limiting Lowell's chances. They had to to get on the board, had to get a lead at the end of one period, and it took, took until almost the final 30 seconds, but they were able to do that.
1: I agree. I think it's so huge to get that first goal. Uh, you know, statistically, Merrimack's found great success this year, obviously, when scoring first. I look at last night, and looking back at that game, there was a first period that there were chances for both teams. I think both teams could have done more damage than they did, but it was a turnover that hurt Merrimack. And then the second and third, it really seemed like a matter of time. Merrimack looked like the team with more of the chance, It looked like just the, the more solid team of team. They played, it looked like a cleaner game, and then I thought, karmically, they deserved that tying goal that they got, and then over time, they just looked like the better of the two teams. and It it was nice to see that carry over, at least for for parts of this first period. I thought it was a pretty even first period, uh, but it was just really nice to see Merrimack not only kill off that penalty but take advantage whatever you might want to call that and fling it around the boards there but speed kills, Fred Seedy's going to kill you with that speed and it was just fortunate to see you're going to have the personnel out there with him and Mike Babcock, two of the faster guys on this team listen, Merrimack's got to take every bounce can get certainly that's great news to see them up after one Uh, 40 minutes is a long long time this is going to be a desperate little team they don't want this season to end, this is unfamiliar territory for them not only being down in a playoff series but playing in this opening round so we'll see. It, certainly it's a great start
0: for Merrimack, but it's going to be a fun 40 minutes. Well, hopefully we'll have more time to get back to hockey. But with you on here, we want to make sure that we tell you, there's an awful lot going on in other sports at Merrimack, and especially men's basketball. The NCAA selections coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow night, in fact, that sounds like they could have a pretty good chance. But... You know, where do things stand? What can we look forward to? And what should we be paying attention to tomorrow?
1: Sure. Another solid regular season and NA10 championship uh, for, for Joe Gallo's team in the second year. Obviously, they came off a nice run in the NCAA tournament last year. But it had a bit ahead of schedule in, in some eyes. and uh, They're 19-11. Right around, I'm pretty sure they were the 19-10, 19-11 coming into the NCAA tournament last year. So, they, they don't have a bad loss. They've got some nice wins. They were sixth in the regional rankings as of last week. make it. Um, I'd say 60-40 right now They got The games that have Gone their way uh, In the other tournaments The results have been good Big one right now In the East Coast Conference A team that could Potentially steal a bid If they win that tournament Is Damon College Uh, Based out in Buffalo Uh, They're playing right now Huge game. So uh, State, I think it's St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, that's who they're playing. St. Thomas Aquinas and Bridgeport are two teams that were ranked above them in the regional ranking. So if those two win, uh, if those two play each other in the final, it's fine. Kind of cancels out. And I really like Merrimack's chances there. Um, and if Damon wins, I, I think it's more of a coin flip. At the worst, you're thinking, you know, Merrimack's a, a seventh seed in that 18 team field. Uh, and, and very much all likelihood it's going to be out of Le Moyne, uh, the regional familiar territory for them. Uh, that's where they lost in the any 10 semifinals. semifinals. Uh, that's where they won. They beat Le Moyne in the eight-seed, one-seed matchup last year. So I don't think there's anything more that Merrimack would want to kind of avenge that any 10th semifinal loss, get another crack at LeMoyne. Um, I think the way the seeding would work out, they won't. They wouldn't see them to the finals anyway. Um, they've got their work cut out for them. They're an exciting team. They're still young in a lot of areas. Um, but when they're going, man, they're going. It's been a great regular season for them. And hopefully they get another crack. But they're, they're young.
0: They bring back so much. Um see what the committee uh, decides and how it shakes out. Isn't it funny how it seems like for all of these, you know, as it, different programs at Merrimack have been climbing the ladder and, you know, getting up closer and closer to, to championships, there's always that one team, it seems, you know, that they have to beat to get over that hurdle. You know, women's basketball, it was Bentley, right? You know, in lacrosse, it's been LeMoyne, you know, and out in men's basketball, same thing, LeMoyne. Hey. It's really, really funny how that works out. Uh, men's
1: soccer it was Southern New Hampshire for a long time, and it was nice to see them uh, finally break through and get a league title earlier in the fall. Uh, women's soccer, I feel like it's always been St. Rose, Gabe Mihail. We had him on. Oh, he, he, he's had some great, great battles with them. It's funny that you mentioned that. It seems like it's always just coincidentally some familiar faces with specific sports. And obviously, men's lacrosse, uh, they and LeMoyne have a you know great rivalry going there. Those two and Adelphi, I think, are uh, going to be two. Of Two or three of the top teams in the region again, uh, which could be a nice
0: segue into uh, you know our next topic of uh, teams that were inactive today and this weekend. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. But before we get to that, so selection is tomorrow night, 10.30, right? So we should know around 10 30, 10 30, 11 o'clock whether or not the Merrimack men's basketball team is in the tournament and who they're going to play and where. That's correct. NCA.com slash live is where you can find the streaming. Uh,
1: if you follow Merrimack men's basketball on Twitter, Merrimack MBB. They'll uh, Mike Sullivan, who works with me in communications. He'll so have all the bells and whistles, and uh, we'll be coming at you live, I believe, from, uh, from the Merrimack Athletics Complex. Uh, we'll hopefully get the reaction of the team, hopefully following a, a successful selection into the tournament. Uh, but we'll have you covered there, and again, if you want to watch it live yourself, ncaa.com slash live, uh, around
0: 10.30 tomorrow night. All right, spring sports. Uh, spring's not until March 21st, but well, uh, spring sports really are, have been underway for quite a while.
1: We're true in the realm of athletic communications, yeah. huh? Yeah, but, uh, yeah no, good point. Uh, Men's cross, women's Across, they're all underway. Uh, softball was off this weekend as women's Uh Baseball's down in Long Island. Crushed Malloy today. Great to see Nick Barisi's squad get a nice regional win. Uh, I think they put up 18 runs. So it's, you know, the, the, the pitchers are working out the kinks at the beginning of the season, too. And uh, meanwhile, on campus, just an awesome sight. Uh, the men's Across program uh, played for the first time at Merrimack Stadium, brand new Merrimack Stadium. Uh, there was a beer tent on the other side. Lots of alums, lots of fans. that loved it. Weather, weather wasn't bad either. No, it wasn't Especially after yesterday. Geez, I know. Uh, a little bit breezy towards the end of the game, but again, compared to yesterday. So, uh, great game. And, and they got a, quite a matchup. This is a team, Merrimack, that again has a number one ranking attached to them. So, that right there, you know you're going to get the other team's best game just about every other time now. It's a Lake Erie team that was also starting their season as well. Brought back a lot of seniors from last year. And you kind of saw 13 days of, of rust potentially from Merrimack, which had not played since February 18th. And they, they, it was a 3-3 game after one. Lake Erie actually went up 6-3. And then you just saw that kind of trust the process mentality that that Mets across team can kind of see is going to help push them through some games whenever they might be struggling. They scored 70 uninterrupted goals uh, that carried them from a three-goal deficit. And they went up by four. And wasn't really much of a game for the rest of the way. So great start for them. Great to see them get that win at home. Uh, three-game homestand over the next couple of weekends. Another big one with L.I.U. Post. That's another a team that some had written off in the region at the start of the year because they were just assuming familiar suspects there with Merrimack and Delphi Le They beat Le I'm sorry, they beat a Delphi, and that's going to be a big game next Saturday as well. Um, and then they're going to be on the next so you can catch both the men's team and the women's team uh, at Merrimack Stadium next Saturday it would be great to see the women uh, playing the defending national champion of Delphi, at Merrimack Stadium so we've got a great slate for you and then a little bit later in the month uh, final week of March I it's the Tuesday or Wednesday the softball team will play for the first time at uh, their new home quote unquote reconfigured uh, Martone Mahio field with the softball bump out it looks awesome uh, we're going to plop some bleachers up there so you get some spectators seating down the, the first base line but uh, the field looks awesome. You're gonna play in a turf field so you don't really have to battle the elements anymore. You know, there's no they don't need a tarp anymore, which is you know, awesome for them. So they're gonna be playing a lot of home games, I think, obviously the ones that are scheduled. I think where you've seen in years past, where we might have been the team that flipped with another team if we couldn't play at our home venue, uh, the teams will be coming to Merrimack. Right? So I think you'll you'll see that softball team, a very exciting and good softball team that made a run to the the NE Ten final last year. Um, they'll be here early and often uh, later on in March as well. So exciting spring, and you know you hit that point in the middle of February and it's just sprint to the finish. And when the winter sports are still going and the crossover is crazy, but it's an awesome time of year. I think it's my favorite time of year, honestly, right now winter postseason's going, spring is starting, it's awesome. We've got all the action for you covered on MerrimackAthletics.com obviously.
0: Yeah, there is so much going on. I was just about to say that, MerrimackAthletics.com folks, to follow everything, especially uh, tomorrow night, men's basketball, looking forward to the, them getting selected to another NCAA tour- tournament. Uh, Chris, thanks again. Thanks as well for everything that you do. We certainly appreciate it. Obviously, a fountain of knowledge here, folks, and uh, not much more I can say than that.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure, guys. I love hopping on every chance I get with you guys. It's Unbelievable. It felt like literally yesterday was Colgate, but we were out there, and here we are in March again. Um, I don't say it enough. You guys are the best in the biz. We are so lucky to have you. Um, thanks for another outstanding year of, obviously, of radio coverage of
0: Merrimack Hockey. Let's keep this thing going another couple yeah. weekends, huh? I agree, Chris. Back at you. You got it. All right, guys. All right, that's Chris Aliano, our guest here. The score at the end of one, Merrimack leads UMass Lowell one nothing. We're back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hockey.